Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Back on June 30th, the Supreme Court officially blocked President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan with a vote of six to three. And if you had listened to episode 385, where I had Nika Booth on from Debt Free Gonna Be, this should not come as a surprise to anyone. I think pretty much most of the news and the information out there was that this is not going to pass. And that's where we are right now. Just as a reminder, if you didn't know what the student loan forgiveness plan was, or maybe you've forgotten the details of it, this program would have forgiven $10,000 worth of federal student loans for individuals who earn less than $125,000 per year or $250,000 for married couples. Uh, This $10,000 was bumped up to $20,000 if you received a Pell Grant. And this is just need-based aid that's specifically there for low-income college students. So now where we're at is that federal student loan payments are going to be enforced once again, beginning in October, with interest resuming on those loans on September 1st. Now, this was going to be the case regardless of whether or not the Supreme Court allowed this program to be put in place. But now it's going to happen without this new forgiveness plan in place. After a quick break, let's take a look at what happens now that this forgiveness plan has been shut down. The Biden administration announced that they will be providing a 12-month on-ramp period for borrowers who are now re-entering into this realm of making student loan payments. And there's some really important provisions in there to protect all of these individuals out there, all of you out there who have not been making these payments and could be in a completely different financial situation than you were three years ago. So the important points of this on-ramp period are that borrowers will not be reported to credit bureaus, uh, they won't be considered in default, and they won't be referred to collection agencies for late missed or partial payments during this on-ramp period. And this was according to a fact sheet that was put out by the White House. Borrowers will also be responsible for going in and reauthorizing the automatic debit from their accounts to pay their monthly loan bill. And this is even if you had already authorized them to automatically withdraw these payments before the pause began. You just want to make sure if you had that in place, you go back and do this again if you want them to continue to automatically deduct these payments. The National Association of Student Financial Aid Administrators warned that you might have to have a little more patience right now when contacting your student loan servicers. And that's because they're probably just going to be overwhelmed with the high volume of calls they're going to be getting. Because if you think about it, millions of people are going to have to resume making these student loan payments. And so obviously most of them, or many of them at least, are going to have questions and we're all going to be calling at the same time. So it's just going to be a lot of contact coming through those phone lines or emails. And so they said, just have a little patience because it's probably going to be Uh, slow or at least difficult to get a hold of someone. If you do have questions about what's going on or how it's all going to work with payments coming back, I highly recommend you go to the federal student aid website. It's studentaid.gov. To be honest, I was really shocked at how helpful this website is. Typically, you go to government websites and, you know, it's a mixed bag. You don't know what you're going to get. Oftentimes, they use a lot of jargon and it's it's just really hard to find answers to questions. They do a really great job of putting this in just really clear, plain language that anyone can understand. They have a really great Q&A section that answered a ton of questions. So highly recommend go to studentaid.gov if you do have questions. Before I get out of here, I did want to leave you with a few tips to kind of help you navigate this new space that we're entering in. If you or someone you know is getting ready to resume student loan payments. Tip number one. Make sure that you know who your student loan servicer is, because there's a good chance that the servicer has changed over these past three years. And you don't want to be scrambling last minute to try to figure out who you need to make your payment to. Uh, You can actually go and find out who your loan servicer is 
by going to your account dashboard on studentaid.gov and scroll down to the My Loan Servicer section. Tip number two, make sure you go in and update your contact information, not only with your loan servicer, because it may be a new loan servicer, or maybe you've moved uh, since you've been making student loan payments, and also go to your studentaid.gov account and also update your contact information there. Tip number three, consider applying for an income-driven repayment program. And there are a variety of these programs out there, but simply these are programs that allow you to adjust your payment to make it more affordable based off of your income. Uh, Because, you know, sometimes your income does change. Maybe you're making less than you were before, uh, or maybe you've never even made student loan payments at this point. And you're looking at that bill and you're like, I cannot afford this. It helps you make that payment more manageable. And I actually have an episode that I'm working on. It should be coming out very soon uh, with Nika Booth again from Debt Free Gonna Be, where I asked her all of my income driven repayment questions because I had a ton of them and she did an amazing job of answering them for me to help me understand who these programs are for and how they work. The fourth and final tip that I want to leave you with is just to make sure you go in and review your auto debit enrollment or maybe sign up for the first time. And this is just basically where you go in and say, hey, automatically deduct the payment from my account and it just makes sure you those payments go through. They happen. You don't forget about them and you can get back into that routine again. Even if you had already signed up for this before, you're going to have to at least go in and confirm again that you want this to continue now that we're you know three years out from student loan payments being paused. This is what we know so far. I'm sure more news will break over the coming days. And there's probably already been new things that have come out since I've actually recorded this. So if anything significant pops up that I need to share with you all, I'll make sure I'll mention it in a future episode. Or at the very least, I'll post about it on social media. You can go find me at Popcorn Finance Podcast, pretty much on all the social media platforms, including Threads, which uh, just launched recently. It's basically Instagram's Twitter competitor. Uh, So if you're someone who's over on threads, look for Popcorn Finance Podcast and you'll find me there. And also, if you have any thoughts on the current student loan situation, please let me know. I'm always interested to hear how real people are feeling about what's going on. I see a lot of noise on the Internet, but I want to hear from you all who listen to the podcast, how you feel about what's going on, how you feel about it being canceled. I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions on this. So as always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.